You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. From the desk below. Hip hop. From the desk below. Another story is told. Welcome back from the desk below. Welcome back from the desk below. You love to hear the story again and again. Hip hop. From the desk below. Another story is told. You love to hear the story from the desk below. Welcome back from the desk below. Now I have with me somebody on the phone right now. He's probably from one of the most prolific rap duos ever. And on top of that, too, he's also probably one of the most talented producers that we ever heard in our time. So without further introductions, I have the one and only Stick of Dead Press. What up, what up, what up? You're so kind, man. What up? <laughs> hey, man. I gotta say, man, some of your music, man, I still listen to that on the daily, man. Gets me through some of the rough days at work. So, hey, I gotta give it up to you. Respect. I appreciate it, man. Man, um, speaking of new music, actually, you uh, <laughs> you keep your foot on the gas. I actually was uh, bumping workout, too. It actually... Um, been actually getting me inspired to actually work out. I ain't gonna front. I'm skinny as hell, but that's been wanting me to work out. Cause some of the beats on that too is like, wow, this really does make me want to work out. Oh, right on, man. Yeah, man. That was a, that album was eight years in the making, man. Um, it's the second in a sequel from the workout, the original one I dropped in 2011, and I've just been living and growing and leveling up, and I wanted to share that, you know, in in this new project, man. So. I'm so grateful to have uh, Styles P join me, my buddy uh, Coach Nim, artist on our, our Fit Hop label, RBG Fit Records, uh, my, my good friend and prolific singer, Nako Bear, came through the studio and dropped a few bars for me. So it was a, it was a, it was a great experience, and, I, and I'm just so happy to get it out, especially in these times yes. when we, we, we home-based <laughs> and we need that motivation and we need to stay healthy and fit. So we got a soundtrack to get it in, too, you know? And I like to call it the soundtrack for 2020. Oh, even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I even noticed this, too, because um, I followed your work since the year 2000. I, I'll give it all the way up. Um, so when I was looking at this album, too, I noticed that it's under the fitness section as opposed to the hip-hop section. Yes, sir. Um, so what was that approach to actually put it under the fitness category as opposed to have it under, under the hip-hop category, too? Because you are rapping on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, we said from the beginning, it's bigger than hip-hop. 
And a lot of, to be honest, man, what hip hop has morphed into today is something light years different than what, you know, the foundation of hip hop was about, right? You used to, if being a hip hop artist used to be a, a, almost like an honor, you know? It, it was like you, you were a, a spokesman or a spokesperson for your community, for your culture, for the, the things you want to see, uh, things that you celebrate, things that you, you know, need changing. You know what I mean? A lot of, lot of hip-hop was about speaking truth to power and all that. Mm -hmm. And then it became about um, taking pills and, and, and getting high and, yeah. and, and being, you know, uh, getting, getting money and buying expensive stuff. And, and it just, you know, it got way too oversaturated with that. And to the, to the now, if you say, you know, you're a rapper, you, you do hip hop, people look at you like, oh, you, you part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I, I so, so I wanted to distinguish where I'm at as an artist and, and where my music uh, resonates and the purpose of it. Uh, and so, I, you know, I, I've learned this from business strategy. you got to change your category sometimes. You know what I mean? You, you, you don't want to be in a pool of something that's not really conducive to what, you, what you're about. So, for me, Fit Hop is its own category. Ooh. But the, the, the uh, distri distribution, digital distribution, doesn't have that category available. So... I just chose to put it in fitness and workout so that it could have its own lane. And as as we grow in our culture and as we develop fit hop uh, uh, bigger and wider, uh, I think you're going to see you that's actually its own category, fit hop. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I'll, and I'll be letting all these people know that Stick was one of the first MCs to ever do it. Right on. Yeah, we, you know, we, but I'm inspired by uh, people like KRS-One, you know what I mean, okay. who was one of the first artists I I heard talking about plant-based lifestyle on his song Beef, you know what I mean, or, you know, even people like Styles P who opened up juice bars in, in Yonkers and in Brooklyn and, yeah. you know, in the city. So, so there's other artists who embody health and fitness lifestyle they may not put it in their lyrics as much but i think it's, it's it's signs that that's coming and um especially now coming coming off this whole pandemic so many more people are appreciating health and wellness and those same people love hip-hop yeah right and you know what i mean so fit hop is the future man you know we already there and and at that point of time too it was actually Cool. I still think it's cool now. Maybe I'm just born in the wrong era, but I, I still think it's cool to be conscious within your music, too, and giving information instead of just, pop, like, don't be giving information like pop pills, do zannies. Like, give the kids information about vegan or juicing or the greens. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important, man. But more, more not to, not the artists who doing what they do too, too hard, because at the end of the day, people are talking about the the lifestyle that they're living or they're talking about what they feel like is popular or what's going to get them allow them to be successful and the the radio programmers and the people who determine what goes on the radio are are deciding that molly and percocet and all this stuff 
is more important than what you said, you know, juicing and all this. Because there's a lot of artists out here uh, that are are talking about more constructive, conscious, positive things, but the airwaves don't give them that time as much as they do to other stuff. So you, if you're a young kid and you're listening to the radio and you say, well, should I write a song about juicing or should I write a song about popping a Zan? A, a young kid that's following is nine times out of 10 going to talk about popping the Zan because that's what's popping. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, you know, so the OGs have to create music that can, uh, uh, get be an alternative for that, and then and we have to. Uh, it got to be so dope that it puts pressure. When you hear the other stuff, it sounds ridiculous. You know what I mean? I want when you hear an album like Workout Two, and you hear songs like Put in the Work, Trust the Universe, Qigong, White Belt, um, uh, Uplifting. When you hear these type of songs, um, I want you to next time you hear somebody saying, you know. Uh, be a junkie, I, I wanted to be obvious the difference. Like Elijah Muhammad once said, if people don't, if you give somebody a dirty glass of water and they're thirsty, they're going to drink it and they're going to keep drinking it. But if you sit a clean glass of water next to the dirty glass of water, uh, that person is going to choose the clean gas every time. Uh, but we so we have to create the alternative and that's what fit hop is about is just creating the alternative that my album is no profanity is no curse words i was no gonna bring that up actually i was uh, like, no swearing or anything in this yeah yeah and and without and i'm saying this it, you know when you're talking about music it's different than listening and experiencing it so when i'm saying it i don't mean that the album is talking about these other artists because i'm not I'm not talking about other people's lyrics. I'm not talking about other artists or at all. We're talking about health and wellness. We're talking about running. We're talking about uh, working out, having fun, growing spiritually. That's what the, the content is about. You know what I mean? But in the context of comparing it to what's on the radio 24-7, you know, it's, it's distinctive. You know what I mean? It's not the same thing. That's why I didn't put it in the same category. You know, and the hashtag that we're using is experience fit hop because you have to experience it. If I tell you I do I do workout music, you might think it's some techno running, you know, traditional 180 beat per minute techno stuff. But when you actually experience the, the album, workout one, workout two, my artist Coach Nim's album, Healthy Gangster you you can see for yourself like oh this is authentic hip-hop from people who are authentically doing this i'm a long distance uh runner i'm a certified long distance running coach i've been doing martial arts for over 15 years oh wow so 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 that is is not no gimmicks you know it's coming from authentic on both sides of health and fitness and um I'm working with brands now like uh, Lululemon. I'm, a, I'm a, an ambassador for Lululemon uh, as a runner. And um, so we were able to expand our platform. We got a new project coming out called Experience Fit Hop, which is a short documentary I did on this young Olympic boxer who's 14 years old. Oh, wow. And she's breaking records across the nation. And she just qualified for the Olympics. So we... We paired our music with her story uh, with Lululemon, and we got a new docu short doc 
coming out around that. So we we expanding the territory, man. It's wow. our time. Wow. And to hear, like, she's 14 and already going for the Olympics? Wow. I can only imagine when she's 21. She's she, she the truth, man. Trust. <laughs> um, so being that you're a certified running coach, too, um, one of my questions was in my notes, too. What's the longest run that you ever went for? Was it like a like an eight-mile run, nine-mile run? Because I'll keep it a buck. I could probably only run like about four miles. Uh, well, that's just today you might say that. But you have the capacity, like all human beings, we are long-distance runners. They're, the mankind... Dogs and horses are the, the most endurance runners on the planet, right? There's other animals that are bigger, stronger, faster, you name it. Um, but there's, as far as endurance, there's dogs, horses, and man. And man is at the top. And by man, I mean woman and man, right? So, um, but for me, my longest that I've ever ran nonstop, was 26.2 miles. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, and that's a, that's a marathon. So, there's many people around the world, different sizes, different ages, different ethnicities who run marathons all the time. So, it's nothing special about me. It's just that I decided to dedicate myself to putting in that work. And I put one foot in front of the other. And I got better and better and better. My endurance and stamina increased. And then we crossed that finish line. So, you know, anybody could do it. It's just uh, having that plan and and working it. Yeah, because I heard in one of your recent interviews that, like, we all have the capacity to do more, even though when our body says, like, we don't. Like, we do have, like, the time to do it as well. Yeah, man. You know, we have to, you know, everybody's situation is... It's different, and, you know, some people have 16 kids. Some people don't have kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's definitely a different reality. Uh, but to be our, to give our best to anybody else and to do our best at our job or our work or our career, um, we have to treat ourselves, you know, like we, we have value. And, you know, we need that time to meditate. We need that time to to have some type of fitness practice. We need that time to nourish ourselves and cook some healthy food and just basic things like that, you know, so we could give the world a, a better quality version of ourselves. So, um, yeah. And that's what we're all about. RBG Fit Club, um, our website, rbgfitclub.com, is about promoting what we call the five core principles, uh, that lifestyle, which is knowledge, nutrition, exercise, rest, and consistency. And all of our books, all of our merch, all of our music, all of our experiences are inspired by those five principles and anchored and centered in them. So, you know, it's a lifestyle. Okay, and I like how you said, too, it's a lifestyle instead of just of it being a trend, too, because, like, a lot of people, they're with the trendiness nowadays. Now, um, I know that we're pressed for time now. Um, I, one of my questions for you, too, was your dead president's logo, because me and my friends, we used to argue about this a lot. I know it's the shy hexagram, but for them, they were saying it was the Twin Towers. So, from the actual goat's mouth, can we actually hear what... <laughs> The actual Dead Press logo means. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never, I have never heard that debate. Really? So you are, yeah, nah. But you are correct. Um, 
Our logo comes from the seventh hexagram of the I Ching. Uh, some people pronounce it Shi, some people pronounce it Shai. I don't speak Chinese, so I don't know. Um, but uh, that particular hexagram is representative of organization, people's army, um, working in unity for a common objective. So um, people can learn more about it by looking up the Book of Changes, and it's the number seventh hexagram. But yeah, we were inspired by that. Actually, we did an I Ching reading, uh, and I won't go into what all that is, but we actually did a reading uh, to get that hexagram, and then once we got the reading, it became our logo. Oh, so, yeah. Wow, because that logo is one of uh, the top 50 best hip-hop logos in uh, hip-hop complex, put it. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man. It was so simple. It was like, that's it. Let's go. Okay. Um, so, for my last question is to, the reason why I ask this question is, is because um, nobody can ever answer this question the same. And we all come from different walks of life. So, for you being a prolific rapper and producer, I would love to hear your answer on this. Um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Hmm. Any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Yeah. Because out of all people, I think that you would be the one to give the most prolific answer on this show. I mean, everybody's situation is so unique and so nuanced, and I wouldn't want to disrespect um, anybody's real situation with just some some quote or some you know random piece of information to sound profound or something. Uh, you know, I've been in dark places i've been um afraid i've been frustrated i've been not sure how to make ends meet i've been on the brink of breakup with my wife i've been uh having gout in my leg uh you know i've had to get off alcohol and weed i've you know i've been incarcerated i've been in a lot of places that people could consider dark um and As I went through it, I realized who knows what's good or bad, you know, and I realized that, like, having gout in my leg is how I got sober, is is, is what made me say, you know, I got to do better. And then getting sober allowed me, uh, on one hand, I might have thought, man, I can't have fun, I can't do the stuff I used to do at the parties and all this, but then that allowed me to be a better father and have a stronger relationship and et cetera, et cetera. So some what looks dark is actually the light. You know, sometimes the darkness is the light and we just have to adjust our focus to perceive it. Yeah. So that's that's what I could say, you know, humbly speaking that, you know, uh, when we go to the gym, we don't try to find the lightest weight to lift because we know that ain't going to make us stronger. We want the heaviest resistance. And the more heavier it is, the more heavier the burden, the stronger we adapt to it. So sometimes that darkness is a blessing. Wow. Yeah. 
Now that answer too, I really hope somebody takes that and actually runs with it too, because this man right here, he definitely knows what he's talking about too. And I'm I'm so glad to hear that you're sober. Yeah, I'm a, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a, it's a bright dude day. It is. It is. Um, well, so, Stick, I don't want to take up most of your time, dude. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time out of your personal day to do this interview. Is there anything that you'd like the people to know up here in Canada from you? Well, let me say thank you for sharing your platform and allowing me to let people know I, I got a new album out called Workout 2. It's only available for download purchase. And it's available on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Not for free streaming, but it's available for download per purchase. It's called Workout 2, and the artist's name is S-T-I-C. Otherwise, just thank you guys. Uh, Y'all stay strong, stay safe, and stay well in Canada. And we're going to come through this healthier for it. Mm. And without further introductions, I just want to say happy 20th anniversary to Let's Be Free. Let's get it. Let's get All it. All right.